Greetings, everybody. I'm Michael Matsuda, superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District, and I'd like to welcome our audience to another edition of AUHSD Future Talks. This show is dedicated to uh, explaining what AUHSD, AUHSD is doing about the future for our 30,000 students and their families. As everybody knows, we are entering into a very unstable economic time and jobs are gonna be harder to get, especially for our young people. Meaningful jobs are gonna be harder to get. So we've been doing a lot of work and we've been uh, blessed by many, many partners. We have over 75 corporate and non-partners now involved in our AIM program. And one of our leading partners is the Illumination Institute, which is dedicated to mindfulness. And we're very lucky to have the CEO of Illumination with us today, Mr. Brian Tan. Brian is an attorney. He's a, a very well-established attorney uh, with Satori practice, and uh, he received his JD from State University of New York in Buffalo. And he also has an MBA from the Wharton Business School in the University of Pennsylvania. So he's very active with a lot of nonprofits, and he's been very active with us, both in the mindfulness area of teaching our teachers who are teaching our students how to deal with their own mental health. And he has uh, uh, actually taught many of our, our uh, parents as well in mindfulness. So, Brian, uh, say uh, welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, uh, um, Superintendent Matsuda. And uh, it's an honor to be here. And it's, a, it's actually an honor to be uh, uh, the partner, be your partner with AUHSD. So awesome. We so, so we usually start this with just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Brian, you were born in Vietnam. And uh, how your, your role uh, and journey uh, progress to becoming, you know, pretty much an expert and uh, one of the regional and national leaders on meditation and mindfulness. So let's start at the beginning. You you were born in Vietnam. Yes, uh, I was born in Vietnam and I came here as a refugee when I was 15 years old. Um, and, um, you know, I start, uh, so I, I went through the, uh, um, you know, high school system here in the U.S., um, and, uh, uh, part of it was, I actually came here by myself. My family didn't come with me until, uh, um, uh, probably about seven, eight years later. So my, my parents actually are, uh, some of them are both people. So you, you had, well, like many of the Vietnamese, uh, a lot of trauma, right? Yes. Being a refugee, escaping a country, escaping a lot of violence. And as a child, I'm sure exposed to witnessing violence and um, I think, is that one of the reasons why mindfulness has been such an uh, essential practice and part of you? Absolutely. I, I think that it has uh, helped me tremendously because it's, um, it was hard, you know, being here in a new country at a, such a young age. Um, and it has, uh, and also you, you're on your own, you're without the family support, uh, without the cultural support. I actually spent my time... Uh, in high school in the East Coast. Um, so uh, although I, um, I sometimes I wish I had known, you know, mindfulness earlier, uh, 
but it it has uh, uh, but I think it was was really as but but you know as you talk about trauma, Mike, it, trauma stays with you for quite some time. So even after you gone over the survival mode, you've been uh, you adopted the new environment, and and so uh, I'm I'm here today. Uh, I think a great part because of the you know meditation mindfulness uh, practice I've been doing for for many years. You know, you know, you speak about trauma and how it affected an entire population of Vietnamese boat people. Uh, I know my parents and grandparents went through trauma being interned in this country during World War II. And the I think there are parallels between that type of generational trauma and the COVID-19 trauma. Right. Because a lot of people think, well, okay, once this is over, everybody gets the vaccine, we can go back as normal. Can you comment on that in terms of what the future means in terms of uh, and and how it's affecting this generation of young people in in terms of their mental health? Um, uh, Yes, I think that uh, part of it is um, uh, we are kind of programmed to always uh, rely on the external environment. And the minute that you throw into something completely different, you're not equipped with resilience. You, uh, you kind of attach to the old ways. And, and same with, um, you know, because, uh, yeah, I, I was born in Vietnam, grew up. But the environment is completely different. The language, the culture is different. The people are different. and got thrown in. So it was a shock. And it, it um, and most of us are not equipped to, 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 to deal with that. And same with COVID, you know, we were so used to always meet people, many people around, you go to work, you go to school and all of a sudden, you know, you get uh, to stay at home. You know, you're not, you, you miss that connection. Uh, everything's completely different. So that is, I, I think that that's why, I think that uh, um, I believe, I truly believe that mindfulness can, can help. But I think that a lot of times you, the impact is you see some right now, but as soon as, you know, uh, the uh, vaccines are done and, and we become somewhat more normal, uh, I think that you will see that the, that the mental health aspect will, will stay on for, for quite some time. So the mental health trauma is something that's not going to be over right away, even though we, we might be vaccinated and have herd immunity. Um, what are some what do you see as some of the issues regarding mental health g- going forward? Um, I think that the impact on um, uh, the uh, I think m- many people will um, uh, will feel that they are not um, equipped to to handle the you know whatever the change come that the way because they they already have the shock and and so it's kind of like a post traumatic stress yes right the similar type of thing um, where you where, where young people might have problems and triggered later in life not necessarily connecting it to this trauma but having these triggers throughout their lives. And, and, it, and it's definitely going to affect their relationships and their own families when they get older. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Because a lot of time we, um, now that we become, you know, hypersensitive, we, we the, 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 the uh, post-traumatic uh, 
uh, effect will, will, will be there. So even if life becomes a little bit more normal, you, you are no longer normal the way you used to be. Yes. So, so it's going to be hard to cope with that. And, um, and I, 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 I'm concerned about that. And I think that uh, not enough attention has been put in on the mental health side, um, particularly in, you know, for, for the young people. So um, I know that the, the, um, there's a lot of sort of definitions of mindfulness, right? People uh, hear about it all the time. So when you're asked what is mindfulness, how do you define that, Brian? Yeah, um, mindfulness is to be in the moment, be in the, in, 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 in the present, and uh, just to be aware of uh, both your body sensations, your thoughts, your emotions, uh, as well as the surrounding environment from moment to moment uh, without any judgment. So how does that, being in the present and being in the moment, how does that affect your mental health? Oh, part of it because we, um, our, our mind, the nature of our mind is to wonder. And we always uh, uh, think about the past, uh, which tend to make us upset, regretful, or we tend to think about the future, which give us anxiety, um, fear. So our mind most of the time is preoccupied with the thoughts about the past and the future. And, and so, um, and, and those thoughts tend to be uh, more negative than positive. So it affects, uh, so, so we are not, if we're not in the present, we cannot function normally. And, 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 and that's why it affects uh, how, how we do. So we just walk around all day without really um, maybe <clears throat> being anxious, uh, and even to the point of being depressed because so, so, you worry about the past or the worry about the future. Yeah. So when that happens long term, because we, we kind of go through cycles of emotions, right? And but when it happens long term, and I think many of uh, the listeners can relate to this, where then it becomes sort of a chronic depression or chronic anxiety, and that can create a lot of longer term problems in, in terms of coping skills, right? Uh, yes. And a lot of times if we don't deal with correctly, um, you kind of suppress. So you have the fear, you have the anger. And even though initially you think you can cope with it, but you you ended up uh, kind of keep suppressing it, it down. So, it you know, these anxiety, this uh, depression, you know, the uh, um, uh, fear, it still stay with you. So even though you may use the environment, the outside environment to, you know, try to cover it up, but in a way it's, it's not dealt with. And over the long term, it keeps uh, accumulating. So you have to write. So there's a lot of science behind mindfulness now in terms of what you just described, how the intentionality behind it and being in the present, you actually can sort of rewire your emotional responses to certain triggers, right? So can you share a little bit about the science that's going on when you practice mindfulness? Um, yes, the um, mindfulness is just who, uh, again, I mentioned to stay in, in, in the moment and uh, you, what, what you do is try to create a space between, you know, the, um, uh, the, what the external stimulus 
that com- comes in and well and 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 you act your reaction so our our, our brain is actually um, from a science perspective you know our, our our mind our brain you have the um we always tend to go with the um, um, amygdala which is the the part of the brain where you are on survival mode so you're always overreacting and the other part of the, the, the the brain is the uh, the prefrontal cortex on the, the, the top part and that is your executive function how you uh, respond rather than react how you make decisions and then the third part is the hippocampus which is where the learning and memory takes place so that when when you are always in the hippocampus uh, in in the uh, amygdala stage which is where on only reacting you know that is where you act out of fear so as as you take practice mindfulness you can actually um, make it so that you you put a pause in the reaction between reaction and response so by using more of your uh, prefrontal cortex and use more of your hippocampus so arguably and I'm sure there's going to be many studies on the effect of COVID on the brain and on emotions. But I think arguably this constant fear and anxiety that COVID has brought on, uh, we've probably been living with uh, the uh, the amygdala, right, part of our yes. brains. So that's that's yeah. probably taken over uh, much of the executive functions and the hippocampus, right? So there's probably, with many of us, an imbalance right, across generations. Yes, absolutely. And the science has shown that the more you practice, the more you stay on the, the present, then the, um, the uh, you know, the amygdala will, will, will shrink. You know, they actually can see physically on a, a scan of, of, of your brain. So, so exactly. So that's, that's where right now we are in that, that hyper-reaction mode. So what what you've described is sort of one of the, the building blocks of emotional intelligence, right? The ability for to reflect on what's going on emotionally so you can uh, be aware of, of your triggers, right? We call this the, the five C's, the fifth C being the compassion and self-compassion. Could you share with the audience a little bit how you feel mindfulness practice is going to help young people throughout their lives and even into their careers and relationships? Um, yes, because it's um, uh, mindfulness actually is uh, very consistent with the five C's that, that uh, I know AUSD has been uh, uh, you know, uh, promoting. And um, how it affects you is that it, it helps you calmer because you, you could never be uh, happy or successful. If, if you're always in that reactive mode and if, if, if you just let fear and anxiety uh, dictate, you know, how you react. So as a student, um, you, you will be in, um, you won't be as successful, um, whether in uh, academic, in, in, you know, being uh, uh, learning uh, or just to show, uh, you know, with, with the, how, how you apply what, what, what you learn. But beyond that, when when uh, uh, when you go out in the real world, um, the you know you have to be able and, and it's good that you mentioned about emotional intelligence because you have to understand yourself and you have to understand others. 
but because you're not working in a vacuum, even though right now we, you know, we still working on, on Zoom, but as you go out, you still connect with people. You have to work with other people. You have to interact with other people. You're not going to be by yourself. And that ability to understand who you are, how you feel, uh, and then understand what others are feeling. And you cannot really understand how others are feeling without knowing how you actually feel. So I really love uh, your training that you've done, your professional development training with our teachers, because our uh, the teachers, um, they say, I need this for myself, right, before I can get it to the kids. So how many teachers uh, to date have you trained in our district out of our 1,200 teachers? Um, we've trained uh, probably about uh, 500 teachers. Yeah, almost half of our teachers. And and we did not impose it. We offered the training and uh, we're so grateful for your expertise because I know it was really, and it was over many iterations. It's not like, uh, and a lot of that was word of mouth, you know, people saying, oh, uh, illumination is is really great. The training, it's very, um, and, you, and you start practicing right away. So then you've uh, had an opportunity to train parents too as well, right? What were right. some of the parent responses to the training? Um, yeah, I think that the, the parents are actually very responsive, um, uh, you know, because we, we've done it over the past several years and we have parents who keep repeating the classes. Uh, they, uh, the most, uh, I think what, what came out the most from a lot of parents who share is that, uh, mindfulness has helped them how to communicate, how to uh, deal with the, the students. Um, and, and that could, goes in with the compassion, with the communication, because, uh, because the generation gap, uh, many, and many parents have cultural gap as well. But um, uh, mindfulness can actually help them to um, be able to uh, be more empathetic with the with the, the students because a lot of time they're not listening and they're not aware of how they feel they're not aware of how their children are are, are, are feeling and another important point of uh, mindfulness is to be, be aware of of uh, who you are and how you feel it from moment to moment so just the awareness of your emotions your thoughts from minute to minute is the the the, the key. And and from there you can actually communicate that with with your, your with others around you, particularly in a family environment. So yeah, there's so much there's so much stress, economic stress, emotional stress from what's happening in in the government with government leaders and uh, a lot of uh, polarization out there and based on anger and fear. So um, in the few minutes we have left, um, can you? Uh, describe to the audience our pilot programs with illumination on creating a mindfulness class because many of the 500 teachers are using sort of the practice and many lessons with students as they deal with you know, getting ready for tests and things like that but we've actually piloted with you the development of, a, of an elective class that just got a through g approval yes you see and this is uh through the new uh Cambridge Virtual Academy, which is an right. online school. Um, can you just, uh, in the one or, one or two minutes that we have left, can you describe what that class is and what they're, they're doing in there? Um, yes, and, and this is just a great uh, uh, program that um, we uh, uh, are fortunate enough to, to help develop. Uh, so 
basically you will learn um, uh, the the science of mindfulness. Uh, you will learn to to practice different aspect of of, uh, of mindfulness, anywhere from uh, you know a technique the breathing um, uh, to how to be aware be aware of your sensations and and your your, your thoughts, your emotions, as well as you use uh, the mindfulness, use your awareness in order to apply to uh, other areas, to build compassion, to uh, uh, to study better to take the test better, um, you know, to build connection, to uh, learn how to communicate with others better. And and uh, in each um, session, we have uh, like a, a 32 different uh, uh, lessons, different modules, and each uh, part we will provide uh, actual practice in class as well as, you know, at home practice versus, uh, you know, in reading, do a lot of reading, TED Talks, uh, reading books have been uh, written about it, so so it is a very uh, comprehensive and and um, uh, and I, I would uh, uh, you know would encourage any students who have an opportunity because it, it it will help you not only now but also in 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 the future. You know what? I wish we had more time to explore, and I'm sure we we will. We'll invite you back, uh, Brian Tan, on behalf of our. 30,000 students and those 500 teachers who took your courses. We're so grateful to be working with Illumination Institute, and we look forward to many, many good things happening moving forward. Thank you again. Thank you. Okay. It's been a, been an honor to uh, be uh, a partner with AUHSD, and, and really uh, we appreciate your dedication to with uh, the teachers and the students. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you.